after midnight at Oak Point Royale, which is their check-in desk. It's where the main restaurant is. All that's together now. And I raved after midnight, got off Magical Express. I was by myself and the Bellmen aren't running then. And they gave me a room, which was in Aruba, which is just across the water. But I had to walk by myself. It was about 12.45, 1 a.m., pulling my luggage. And I will tell you, although I feel safe at Disney, that was just a not fun experience. You know, just being by yourself and not knowing where you're going. And it's this massive resort. That is so not a Disney experience. Like, you know, you you would expect them to you know, find somebody to throw you on a golf cart and bring you at 1230 in the morning. Yes. Um, you know, or, or at least offered. or at least <laughs> right, or, or at least offer somebody to walk with you so that, you know, as a, you were traveling alone. Yes, I was by myself. You know, uh, a, a young lady traveling alone, you, you would ex- at least expect them to send somebody with you. Yeah. yeah, I think they should have golf carts running around this resort to help guests. It is that big. It's that long of a walk to get somewhere sometimes when you're staying. And they have those uh, big lakes in the middle separating the building. So you got to walk around that, you know, it's a lot. I was just thankful my luggage had wheels. I don't know what I would have done. How did we do it before the wheeled luggage, right? That was back when you had trunks and you came over on the boat from Italy, like my great grandparents, and they had to bring their trunks and all of their life. And and they survived. And that was, that was what they did. And all their clothes were heavy and like made of cotton and wool, right? Heavy fabrics and long sleeves. And (laughs) my great grandfather didn't show his arms or his legs. He was some, you know, modest man. And much like the pirates. And he didn't, he didn't have a left or a right shoe. It was just a shoe. Exactly. What? Exactly. They didn't have shoes for different feet. No, left and right's kind of a new concept, but that's a whole nother podcast. What? Okay, <laughs> my mind's blown. I didn't even know this. We'll we'll look that up and put it in the uh, comments underneath this show where it's posted. <laughs> okay. Can I just so, say, I kind of like this resort, and I'll tell you why. I love two places in this world, other than Walt Disney World and Disneyland. The South Pacific, actually I should say three, New Jersey, the South Pacific, and I love the, Car- the Caribbean. I, and I love that pastel blues and pinks and coral colors i like Mm -hmm. how they're little buildings so it's kind of like your own little village that you're staying in that's because you're ready to retire (laughs) uh it's true i like the pool setup they got i love the idea of banana cabana which we'll get into later on and i kind of like this resort i mean is it ostentatious ostentatious as the Grand Floridian, I think I used that word right. No, but it doesn't need to be. It serves its purpose. I know a lot of families have made a lot of great memories there over the years. So I think mm. it's. I'm glad that it's staying and uh, and that they're they're updating it as time goes on. I'm blown away. It's 30, 31 years old. Is that it right? Is. That I did it enough? is. Wow, did. that explains a lot because you do hear a lot of families talk about. You know, I took my kids there, and now I'm taking my grandkids and. 31. Woo! And, you know, at, at 31, she's recently undergone a little bit of a facelift uh, because they did take a section of the resort to utilize that for the Riviera Resort, which will be opening in December. So, uh, you know, Riviera will, will be sharing some of the footprint around the lake. So, you know, they did lose some buildings. They did decrease in size a little bit. 
over the past couple of years, but she shows her age pretty well for th- for 31. Yeah, Caribbean Beach opened at the same time that MGM opened. 88, right? Is that what you said? Or yes, I did. I did. No, well, no. DHS was 89, so it was a year before. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. This was the, right, the first moderate resort that Disney came up with, right? When they realized that they need to, you know, start pricing things a little bit less, right? Tony? Jeez. Uh, Adam, you bring you bring up a good question. I don't think it's a question. It was more like a statement, and I'm just looking for you to agree with me. Yes, I'll agree with you, Adam, but I have good. no idea if you're right. No, I am right, because it was Polly, Contemporary, Grand Flow, and then Caribbean Beach came on, and so did Typhoon Lagoon. Same time period. And they were going for that, like, sort of, you know, beachy type Caribbean thing. Because, of course, Typhoon Lagoon is also... I know it's set in Florida with the typhoon that comes in. Of course, typhoons don't come through Florida, but that's another problem. But that's like the same sort of time frame and period, you know, late 80s Michael Eisner type stuff. So, Yeah, right. it looks like it. All right, Mr. Disney History, thank you very much. And you're welcome. On a, on a side note, uh, up until 1850, shoes had no right or left. <laughs> so there you go. That's crazy. The more you but, know. But back back to the resort. Um, you know, I mentioned a little earlier that there are just over 1,500 rooms uh, in the resort. And Liza, I believe you have some information on the uh, room categories and, and some, a look at some pricing. So this is 2020 pricing. Um, it's starting at uh, for a value season at 235 a night for your standard room. And it can go anywhere from a regular season, like in between like around spring to 263 a night. You've got your summer season at 274. And then all the way up to your holiday and peak seasons, which is around 334 around Thanksgiving, 403 for around Christmas. And the, of course, the highest time of year to go is New Year's, which is 331 a night. Wow. And it goes up. $3. Yeah, if you want to, and it goes up, that's Christmas. Christmas and New Year's, those are the priciest times to go. But then it goes up to your pirate rooms, um, and then your pirate water view is the most expensive at this resort. Does the resort have any any type of suites or junior suites or anything like that? You have a fifth sleeper, which is really cool, I think, um, that they have a little. Now, it's small, but it's cute. It's a little pullout. They're starting to do that. I feel like it's trending more on the refurbishments that they're doing to get a fifth sleeper to pull out from the wall. But Doesn't that's have like an El Presidente suite or something? No, they don't. But I, I tell you what I was disappointed in. Um, I mean, it, you know, I did like the fact they've got the door that, you know, that pulls instead of a curtain. They did have a mm-hmm. door that pulled to separate the bathroom. But there was not one Disney character or reference inside my room. And I didn't have the fifth sleeper, so I didn't have the oh, character that you see when you pull down the yeah. bed. But if you don't have that fifth sleeper, there's not one Disney-related thing in your room. Do you know what you need to do to, to put something Disney in your room? Bring a poster? No, just turn on <laughs> Stacy. Turn on the TV. Uh, That's what I was Turn on Stacy and just watch her she all day. Was on, and walking into her at 1 o'clock in the morning was not the person I wanted to see. No, she, she's way too chipper. No, 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 no. Yeah. You want, I want to see her 24 hours a day. What's I'm sure you could get that loop to your TV. At my house? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I could just put it on YouTube. She's on YouTube. Every version of her, too, which is great. Because there's, there's a previous years worth. I think it was called Must See Disney, and 
There was other variations of it, and she Stacy's yeah. all intertwined, so that's great. We'll we'll be, we'll be doing a Stacy show in the in the very near oh future. Gosh. Oh, really? Yeah, I that. won't be on that one. <laughs> Think of all the capris you can watch, Adam. Don't all they the bad pants choices? Don't, I don't care about the pants. Don't <laughs> they have uh, special rooms here? They do the pirate room. Now, are the pirate rooms like stupid expensive, or are they reasonably no. priced? Value room is two seventy nine for the cheapest one in the value season, but then the most expensive room that they have, the pirate water view, in the value season is three forty eight a night. So it that varies a lot. So you go from two seventy nine to three forty eight. That's a big price difference in a value season. That that's almost on the higher end. That's a hundred dollars difference for a night. Wow. The pirate rooms are in the furthest section. They're in that Trinidad section. So they're the farthest away from the main building. All you get are two pirate ship mm-hmm. beds. I mean, it's not just decked out in pirate stuff, is it? That's it. Uh, no, it's just it's pirate themed, and and the beds are double beds. They're not even queen beds. Oh my gosh! All the pirate beds are double beds. Yeah, I've never stayed in the pirate room, but I have had requests for them for clients, and I didn't really hear them complaining about it. But I, I personally would not want to have a cramped room like that. And then, so like the spring season, it's three forty six a night. And then it goes up to 418 for the most expensive room. I mean, so you're looking at Easter holiday, 396 for the cheapest room, and then 424 for the pirate room. So you can look at paying, you know, the minimum or 279 for a value season. And that is why often when Disney will run discounts, you you will almost always find the pirate rooms available for a discount. Yeah. That's true. There, you know, who wants to pay that much money for two full-size beds? Not me. Somebody who loves pirates does. Tony, weren't you a pirate once? I was at one point a pirate. Yeah, so you would like these pirate <laughs> rooms, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, I think next time I want to see you and Cheryl in a pirate room. We'll try to make that happen as soon as we can. <laughs> Right, but good. not during a holiday season for 5.05 a night. Five oh, no, definitely oh not, not Cheryl. <laughs> pirates, don't, neither. pirates don't even celebrate holidays that's not right that, that pirates don't even pay for rooms what are we talking about it's true they don't <laughs> they just take them they take and p- pillage exactly yeah isn't there like a special pirate adventure or something that they do over here not anymore um no they do have an adventure <laughs> they have an they do have a pirate cruise they have a pirate cruise they've restarted them and they oh, also okay. have one for teenagers, believe it or not. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they have the Island of the Caribbean pirate cruise for 4 to 12-year-olds, and it takes place on Sundays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 9.30 to 11.03. And then, not 11.04? Oh, sorry. Ah. This is why I, I need my readers on, to 11.30. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, I need to go to the eye doctor. And <laughs> from 9.30 to 11.30. Oh, my goodness. And then... On Thursdays from 8 o'clock to 9.30, they have the Unsolved Mysteries of Barefoot Bay Adventure Cruise. And this is for kids ages 10 to 16. They recently started it. So, you know, if it doesn't sell well um, and you listen to this in six months or, you know, it might not be there anymore. But right now they are offering this and it's an evening adventure cruise to investigate the mysteries of pirates of the past. And usually the fireworks, you can see the beginning of the fireworks while you're out on the water. 
Another thing they have there is they offer what is called mermaid school. And um, now their main pool is a beautiful pool and it's got this, um, it's a castle, I think. Is that a castle? It's like a Spanish fort. Yeah. Like Caribbean fort. With a, it, it looks like a really fun slide. And at that pool on Wednesdays and Fridays, you can sign your child up to be a mermaid for one hour. It does cost money, but they'll give your child the swimmable tail and they can swim around at the Fuentes del Moro pool. Mm-hmm. And um, so if you want to do that, you know, you can call ahead of time or call 407 WDW play. They said that it's really been a hit there. Um, so that's you know, you can babe at it. You know, I would love to do the mermaid experience, but I'll tell you, as far as that pool goes, it's nice. It's themed very well. But if you're a parent with uh, toddlers or younger kids, the sight lines on that pool are horrible just because of the fact that the fort, you know, it, it's essentially a, a fort and a couple of towers. The way the pool is situated, I mean, there's chairs behind the fort, there's chairs in front of the fort. So if you've got a child who's off on their own, you lose track of them as they're going behind these buildings, which I don't necessarily like. So that's one thing to keep in mind when you're there. Now, there are pools in each one of the villages. Those aren't as themed, um, so you don't have that same issue. But uh, that's that's the only downside. The water slide is great, um, but the sight lines for watching your kids are a little a little tough in that pool. And they do have that awesome um, little play area for younger children, you know, with the spill bucket and the smaller slides. They do offer one of those there for younger for guests under forty eight inches. And uh, you know, they have a scavenger hunt, which seems to be the norm at almost all the resorts now. They also have bike rentals. You can rent bikes there and ride them around and the resort. Trying to think, of course, you know, they have the movies and they have game night at the pool bar, the Banana Cabana, that where they play trivia. They have trivia and bingo and um, you can win prizes. They do the campfires too, right? Yes, they do have the campfires as well. And of course, the movie. So there's really a lot going on at this resort. Do they call them campfires? Because I don't feel like campfire is pirate cannon. No uh, the, they do refer to it as the Caribbean Beach Campfire Activities. I don't. They should give that a different name. Hmm. Pirates don't have campfires. They don't camp. How do we know? But they say campfire. <laughs> 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 I mean, what else would you call it? I don't know. Disney paid them all that money to figure these things out. They could figure it out. You know how, like, when you go to Pirates of the Caribbean, if things are on fire, maybe they could have Arson a building on fire time. or something. Yeah. <laughs> They could do. Gather round while we commit arson. I tell you, I went through, not to get off topic, I'll come back in a second. Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean. What a great ride, I tell you. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's so good. I don't know what's going on, and I understand the story, but that's okay. I don't nah, need to know. You really don't need to. They got that extra scene in there. It's really cool. Yeah. Speaking I love the Blue Bayou on the restaurant, or, you know, when you go by Blue Bayou. Oh, I think that's so fun. Blue Bayou. Speaking of restaurants, they've got some restaurants at this Caribbean Beach Hotel, don't they? Yeah. One of the, the sit-downs become really popular, too, I think. Yeah, so they have updated tremendously their food options since this whole renovation started and their main sit-down is sebastian's bistro named after sebastian the crab from the little mermaid 
which mm-hmm. is interesting that they would name a restaurant out of an item that you can, in theory, eat off the menu. <laughs> See, I thought the restaurant was named after Larry Bistro. Oh. <laughs> Maybe is it is. Is that a character? <laughs> is Larry Bistro no. a character? No, oh. I, I just made him up. It's a oh, okay. <laughs> Jungle Cruise. I see what you did there, Tony. Sebastian's Bistro, it's got, you know, Americanized food with a Caribbean flair. You're going to have your crab cakes. You're going to have chicken wings, but they've got jerk chicken. I actually like jerk chicken. I don't know if you guys have had that. It's a Caribbean type. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? I say Caribbean. So I say Caribbean. Isn't that funny? Well, you're from New Jersey. Oh. Wait, let's take a poll. There's four of us, so... Caribbean or Caribbean? What is it? I say Caribbean. I say Caribbean. It's Tony. God, I say it both ways. I go both ways. Oh. <laughs> Wait, right. you're going on a cruise, Tony. Are you doing the Eastern or Western? Caribbean. There you go. But I think I refer to the resort as the Caribbean. <laughs> Listeners, let us know how you say it. I don't know how they're going to convey that in a yeah, text. How are they going to well, capitalize the E? Let's go with, like, Team Adam and then Team Everybody Else. You could do that, I guess. I like the jerk chicken. I like the... They've got the excellent Caribbean... There I go again. Pull-apart rolls. Guava butter, onion jam, and Jamaican jerk Mm -hmm. oil. So it's, like, three different sauces, but they're not just, like, normal butter to put on your rolls. Who doesn't love bread and butter, right? They got standard soup and salads. You got entrees, more jerk chicken. You're going to have a steak. You're going to have a vegetarian option, of course. Red Stripe Fried Cod. Red Stripe, of course, being the beer from Jamaica, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it I is. I was thinking Australia, but that's Foster's. And Foster's is lager. Well, beer, same thing, right? No? I was about to say, what's the difference in a lager and a beer? I don't know. I just remember the ad saying Foster's is lager. Foster's Australian <laughs> for beer, but Tony, you don't drink anyway, so what you don't even know. Coconut shrimp. Everybody loves coconut shrimp. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't. Ugh. Jesus. You know, you could at least play along with the story here. I'm supposed to... I, I can't lie, Adam. Yes, you can. You can. <laughs> uh, lobster... They got a spiny lobster tail. Now, that's warm water lobster. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something, because I do lobster. There is a difference between warm water lobster and cold water lobster. If you are a Northeasterner like I am or you're just a normal human being, and you like lobster, you probably like cold water lobster, which is, comes from Maine, Nova Scotia, up in Canada, the east, or the, the Atlantic. The Atlantic. That, to me, is the superior lobster. Caribbean, <laughs> though, doesn't have that because it's warm water down there. So they have their warm water lobster, and it's that spiny kind, so it's got like those weird little things on their legs. We have warm water lobster in Louisiana. Exactly. Yeah, that's from the Gulf too, right? Ca- you guys crawfish. Got all that. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> crawfish? Crawfish. That's what you guys refer to as warm water lobster? Well, I mean, they look like little lobsters anyway. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. But that's Oh, well, but a, we th- call our crawfish and crawdads the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> it's the same crawdads. thing. Shameless plug. I, I I'm liking this uh, episode we're doing here cuz this is good. So anyway, <laughs> They do warm water lobster. It's not going to taste like you get in a lobster roll from Maine or like you get at Narcoosie's or like you get at any type of like steakhouse that's serving cold water lobster. 
just an FYI, people. All right? Okay. That's Mental my point. note taken. That, that's the point of what I'm trying to say here. There's a difference, and I would prefer the cold water. And it's usually more expensive, the cold water, because it's not as available as often as warm water because there's just the lobster hibernate or whatever the heck they do. I don't know what they do. You know, they've got all kinds of cocktails. They've got, you know what? I love a Mai Tai. I really do. I don't drink much, but a Mai Tai is pretty good. And uh, they got wine, beer, and... I was just going to say, because this resort is not necessarily connected to a park, this restaurant isn't busy, and you can usually find availability. But if you like seafood, there are lots of seafood options here. And sadly, I didn't get to eat there. I wanted to, but it's only open for dinner. Um, And I was not there in time. But the reviews I keep reading and listening to on other podcasts talk about how good the quality of the food there. I mean, I I keep hearing it's really good. And I often, you know, my clientele is a lot from Arkansas and stuff. And they think Florida and they want to eat seafood. And there aren't that many seafood restaurants. I feel like, not to digress, but I do feel like every restaurant has a seafood option they all have a steak they all have a chicken they all have a seafood it's kind of like a wedding right this is definitely seafood centric and it should be i mean sebastian's the main character here he comes from the ocean which i kind of always thought he was a warm water lobster for whatever Sebastian. yeah when i was younger i did i think because the way his claws are because he's got the two Uh... but see now i'll tell you why i thought that i always thought he was a crab because where i come from our lobsters don't look like that and that all comes around to the difference between the warm and the cold water lobsters. Isn't that funny? I just figured that out. Wow. Oh, my funny. goodness. I'm sorry. Okay. So, Sebastian's is only open for dinner, which stinks. That sh- I don't like that. It should be open at least for breakfast. If Sebastian's doesn't work for you because you need lunch or you're looking for something faster and quicker or you don't want to walk all the way to the main area for Sebastian's, you've got Spyglass. Spyglass Grill is a pool bar at the south end of the resort. It's in the what section, Rachel? Trinidad. Trinidad. It's in the Trinidad. Mm-hmm. All right. Not Trinidad and Tobago, just Trinidad. Just keep that in mind, everybody. Spyglass has a lot of your sandwiches, burgers. It's not as a higher-end menu as Sebastian's is, but it doesn't need to be because it's really more for something that you're looking for sort of at the last minute. Personally, would go for the Caribbean Taco Trio. Mm. Three tacos topped with pickled vegetables, cabbage, cilantro, crema, uh, some pico de gallo. So you're going to have like a choice of... You're making me hungry now, uh, Adam. Yeah, that's a quick service credit too. That sounds delicious for quick service. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. So you're going to have even like a if you're looking for a vegetarian, they got a vegetarian bowl, a black bean type burger, more jerk chicken. They love their jerk chicken over there in the Caribbean. I'm telling you, it's good. If you haven't had it, try it. And then, uh, yeah, quick service, quick service credits, which is a great thing for that. And then if you're looking for a little fun, this is Tony's favorite place based on the name alone. Right. Banana Cabana. That was my nickname in high school. Exactly. (laughs) You had so many nicknames. (laughs) So this is another pool bar that is located at the main pool next to Sebastian's Bistro. If you're looking for a fun place to have a drink and have a laugh at a name of a restaurant, you got to go to Banana Cabana. If anything, just because of the name. I, oh, I mean, the food The food looks pretty good there. I have not eaten here, but I, I think I would definitely do a stop in and uh, taste some of this stuff. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, Banana Cabana, you're going to get burgers again, more jerk chicken, turkey sandwiches. 
you know, wings, snack type foods. But it's got salads. It's got a ton of liquor. A ton. My goodness, that's a lot of liquor. They've got a, a seafood salad with conch. Shrimp and lump crab meat. Yeah, conch is like a weird type fish. I never really got into that. I thought it was like a shell. Yeah, it's kind of like a innards of a clam, but not a clam. It's a bigger clam. Usually they'll fry it. Um, I don't think it's a fish. Well, you know, like, you know, fish type. It's not fish, but, you know, I think I know. Well, I've never had it. I just thought it was interesting they had it on the menu. I've had it fried, where it's like kind of like fried clams, but they call them like conch, conch fritters. Oh, and it okay. tastes the same thing. I don't. It's nothing too exciting. You know, they've got rum flights. I never got into rum enough to have a whole flight of them. Pina coladas, of course. Who doesn't love a pina colada? You know, all that standard beach type drinks you can get at the Banana Cabana. You know what I like along with a pina colada? Getting caught in the rain. And uh, you know, I'm not really much into health food. No, I didn't think you. Something about champagne, right? I don't know all the lyrics. But uh, Jimmy oh. Buffett, of course, has his. Margaritaville Resort somewhere in that area, which I kind of want to check out. But that's another podcast for another day. I don't know if the food options are worth an extra trip to Caribbean Beach if you're staying somewhere else. But if you're staying there, you've got a sit-down, you've got a couple pool bar, quick service types that you can use your credits on. And, of course, they have, which we talked about before, the Coke Freestyle machines all over the place. So you can fill up your mugs, which is great. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, Adam, you, you talk about you don't know if it's worth, uh, you know, visiting this resort just for the food. And and we're kind of one of those crazy families where we will go to a resort for the food. Um, I think that the Skyliner is only going to help bring more people to Caribbean Beach as well as, uh, you know, Riviera once it opens, because people are going to have the option to get off there. Uh, so, you're, you know, uh, when you're on a bus, your bus is going from your resort to Epcot, to Hollywood Studios, to the Magic Kingdom, you know, you're not really stopping through another resort. But when you're on the Skyliner and there's a couple of stops on the way, some people are going to get off just to see what this resort is. You know, maybe they see it from the air. So maybe more people will be apt, you know, maybe it'll bring a little more foot traffic to Caribbean Beach. So, you know, you heard Rachel say that the restaurant's not that busy, you know, because it's a big resort, it's a big restaurant, there's not a lot of people in there. Maybe that'll change, uh, you know, once the Skyliner station at the Riviera Resort opens in December. Just my two cents. I should say, speaking of three cents, I'm going to add a couple cents more. The Riviera Resort is not open yet, but when it does, it's going to, you're going to be able to walk to and from... And you can check out all of the food options at the Riviera Resort, which sounds really cool, but we'll save that for another show. And then vice versa, if you're at the Riviera and you're looking for some jerk chicken, you can walk over to Caribbean Beach and check that stuff out too. So it's going to expand the Horizon, uh, RIP Horizons in Epcot, the options that you have available to you at those resorts. So I think that's really good. Okay. But now that we've talked about so much food, I am extremely hungry. Right now, I don't know about yeah. you guys. So once you've had all that delicious food, you should walk your way around the resort to get places. Um, but you don't have to because there are multiple bus stops inside uh, the resort. And I think Rachel's got some information on where the stops are and how the buses run. I do. Um, there are currently there are six bus stops at this uh, resort, um, which is a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, the bus order. Typically, and let me, um, you know, this is typical. It's supposed to first pick up in Martinique, 
then Port Royal, then Barbados, Trinidad, Jamaica, and Aruba. However, because there are so many stops, if the bus gets filled, especially early in the morning, if it gets filled, the next bus coming sometimes might skip those first three and then go on to bus stop number four. So the route sometimes will vary based on how crowded it is at the resort and how quickly the buses are filling up. Now, once, oh, the Riviera opens, there will be a bus stop there as well. But my understanding is it will have its own separate bus system from the Caribbean beach. That is what I was told when I was there a couple of weeks ago. So again, the order is Martinique, Port Royal, Barbados, Trinidad, Jamaica, and Aruba. And then, of course, the exciting thing that's been added there is the Skyliner. That Skyliner going right over that water over there. I mean, how did how did that look to you, Rachel, when you were looking at it? Well, so there are two stops. Like I was in the Aruba section, and the Aruba is the closest to the is the closest part of Caribbean Beach to the okay. Riviera stop. Mm-hmm. You will be able, Caribbean Beach Resort guests can use the Riviera stop. However, at the in the next section to Aruba is Jamaica. And that is where the, the main part of the entire Skyliner is. That is the hub. That is where they will store things. That is where it, anyone that's on the Skyliner, like if you're going from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, you will have to get off at that Caribbean Beach stop really? at Jamaica and get on a different one. Yes. Wow. So, and and I talked with Chris about this earlier too, because she was verifying this for me, but that is the hub. So the one nice thing about, like if you're at Pop Century, you ride it to Caribbean Beach and then you've got to get, you know, take another one to go to Hollywood Studios. Where if you're at Caribbean Beach, you just get on one and go. You're not having to switch. If you get on that stop at Jamaica, you don't have to switch Skyliners. You just get on the one you're going to to go to either Epcot, you can take it to Hollywood Studios, or you can take it to Art of Animation and Pop Century. Okay. Yeah, that 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 seems like it's going to be an adventure in the sky for me. Yes. And it does go right over the Jamaica section and near the Aruba. However, you know, I've read and also asked Chris, and she said they're very quiet. So don't feel like even though there's something going over your head at, you know, 11 o'clock at night or whatever. It's not necessarily going to, you're not going to hear the sound from it because they are enclosed. People can't drop things on you. So don't let that deter you from staying in Jamaica. In fact, that might make Jamaica or even more popular section because you can stay there and just walk um, right over to the Skyliner boarding. Now people can't, people can't drop things on you, but you may, you might hear Liza's screams uh, as she's going overhead. I might tear up and yeah. start. I don't even know. And her I'm sweat terrified. Dripping down too from gripping oh. onto things too hard. Oh yeah, it makes my feet sweat, my palms sweat. Just thinking about it, I get like a reaction because I've been on like those little lifts one time, and I just oh, but it was really unsafe. It was at the Orange County Fair, and it was not <laughs> fun. I was scared to death. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was crying. My kids were laughing at me. I was like, don't look at me. It was really bad. Rachel, did you get on the Skyline or no? No, I was 
going, my trip was originally for the end of September and I was going to, and then I bumped it up and I did not get to get on it. So we've pretty much covered uh, all of the major aspects of the resort and we hope you found it uh, entertaining as well as informational. And I'm just going to go around real quick and get your final thoughts on the resort. Liza. The resort for me, since it's so big, the busing was always an issue for me. And also the proximity to Port Royal. If you wanted to, I don't know, refill your mug, because that's what they're for, refillable mug. But now that um, they have the Skyliner up, they might change things since you're not only having to depend on the busing, then you can just hop on the Skyliner. So we'll see. I feel like this, this resort typically gets the most it gets discounts anytime a promotion's released. I feel like Caribbean Beach is a part of it because it is, you know, pretty big. So, I mean, that could make you want to stay there too because the price will go down sometimes if they have a promotion. So, but I've been there several times. All right. Adam? There are four moderates Coronado, French Quarter, Riverside, Caribbean Beach Resort and Spa. No, there's no spa. Based on the way you guys talk about it and the lack of quote-unquote Disney theming, I hate to like put it as number four of those moderate resorts, but I think it's going to get a bump up because we've got Skyliner, because the other ones don't. We've got Riviera right next door, which gives you sort of expanded dining options. And those restaurants, Sebastian's Beach sounds really good. I like it based on the, the overall feeling I get from being like I'm back in the Caribbean, which is a wonderful place to be. And if I can't be there, why not be there in Walt Disney World and enjoy the pastel colors and the, you know, the cool breezes and the jerk chicken? I like it. I don't see why we can't stay there. Some of those pricing is a little high, if you ask me, especially like around Christmas time. But hey, for two two fifty a night, not terrible. For the quick access you get to Hollywood Studios, it's Galaxy's Edge, Mickey's Runaway Railway coming next year, and then to Epcot, where you've got Epcot Forever. Imagine being on the Skyliner going from your hotel room, and you've got the fireworks of Epcot Forever going as you glide across the World Showcase. I think that's pretty cool. So I think that kind of bumps this resort over the other ones, for sure. All right. Rachel? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I um, could see why people loved it. Unfortunately, I was only there a short amount of time, so it didn't just grab my heart. But I can see the intrigue, and if the discount's right, if the price point's right, I could understand staying there. However, if easiness is what you want, it's not an easy resort. But I did. when you mentioned fireworks, Adam, that made me think of one thing we forgot to mention. If you do want to watch the fireworks from the resort, you can. And um, the manager of the hotel told me that the beach at Martinique is probably the best place to see fireworks. And then, of course, you know, once Riviera opens, I don't know if you will have to be a DVC member to see it from there. But if you can see fireworks from the beaches of um, Caribbean Beach, which I think is a plus. We're talking so, uh, Epcot fireworks or I, I think fireworks? so. I, I, I don't know. He didn't specify. He told me you could see fireworks. All right. So I'm not which, sure on that. Which, where's the Martinique? You're looking at Riviera. It's right to the right. From yeah. That's the, the back. That's the backside of Epcot. Okay. Well, yeah. Riviera is nice because eventually you'll be able to go on top and see those fireworks. But uh, I wonder how much you can see them though, because Riviera is kind of tall. I wonder how much of that blocks, but Hey, you know what? Who doesn't love a good fireworks viewing spot from outside the parks? I do. So, it's a good idea. Rachel, are you all set? Yeah, I, I just, I'm riding the fence. 
maybe not arriving at 1230 in the morning will change your mind sometimes. Maybe. Because <laughs> that initial impression, I'm sure, you know, doesn't doesn't help. Personally, it's been a few years since we've stayed there. We stayed there just before they started all of the modifications that were being done for the Riviera Resort. Uh, we enjoyed it back then. I think that the addition of the Skyliner uh, only only helps improve the resort's standing in our uh, pecking order. So it will definitely be on the list for us uh, to go back next time we choose a moderate resort. And uh, that's that's pretty much how I feel. So, uh, like I said, hope you guys enjoyed it, learned something from it. So I'd like to remind you to join our Facebook page if you have not. We are a uh, the Mouse and More, and we are sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Uh, use us for all of your Disney and non-Disney travel needs. If you're looking for any help booking a trip, one of our agents will be glad to help you. Uh, Adam, you handle the Twitter, the Insta. No, you handle the Twitters. The Twitters. The Twitters. Uh, we also have Instagram and any other social medias. Well, we're pretty old, so not really yet. I'm <laughs> still right. trying to learn the rest of them. No TikToks, no kicks, no uh, I, I snip mean, snap. I, snip snap, jib jab. I think, Tony, you <laughs> since your daughters are like hip, I, they should develop a TikTok for us, I think. Can oh, you please, ask them to work on that? That is the last thing you want, but I'll talk to Lily because she's the TikTok master. Yeah, I, why can't you do some like cool TikTok stuff? Posting pictures of your coffee mugs from the that you got. People love that stuff. Yeah, I see that going south real quick with Lily in charge. Well, Caribbean is south of us, so let's get on it, buddy. So I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and I'd like to thank my co-hosts, Adam, Liza, and Rachel. This is Tony, and you've been listening to the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night.